Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Rack. I'm Rack. I'm Reek. I'm Reekington. I'm Reeking Toggin. I'm Reek the Third. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I Emrick, how are you? Are you hydrated? Fuck out of here. You're not hydrated. When's the last time you had some water? Keep it real. Come on. Come on. You don't got to lie to me. You need to get your hydration up, man. Dehydration is whack. Know what I'm saying? That's when I'm going to start saying to niggas. Dehydration is whack. Get some goddamn water. Anywho, how's everybody feeling? Did you enjoy 24.2, my educational episode? Hopefully. You're now more inclined when people start saying chakras and all that kind of shit. Uh, today, as you know, this is my email segment where I talk to the people and the people speak to me and we speak to one another and so on and so forth. Um, I do have a party. Uh, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box, all one word, dot splash that dot com. I would definitely love for you to be there. It's happening March 14th. Look in the description below. Uh is definitely cost efficient as of right now we have a multitude of $25 tickets so just to put the shit in perspective for $25 if you pay right now you can drink unlimited Jack Daniels for six hours you can literally just come through with some petty cash just to tip the bartenders if you want and to eat now I'm saying I would advise that you eat before you get there and all you have to do is bring your ID and you're in the building that's it you can be in a situation Hear me out. Just just listen to me. I know women like to approach men. I know men like to approach women. And a lot of times as an icebreaker, what you'll do is you'll buy whoever you're liking, whether you're gay or lesbian, whatever the fuck you like. You get the person that you would like to speak to a drink. Hey, can I get you a drink? Right? What's that drink if we're in a club? $15? $18? $21? $25? A drink, twelve dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be anywhere between twelve to eighteen dollars per beverage, and that's just for one. So, if you get two eighteen dollar drinks, that's thirty six dollars, right? And if you're like me, where you pay with your card, then you tip in cash. What are you giving them? Like five to seven dollars as a tip, on top of getting two eighteen dollar drinks with you and Shorty. That is what. 43 to 45 dollars for two drinks well you can legitimately give me 25 dollars and drink for six hours straight you let me know what's going on you tell me who's ripping off who maybe you're wondering how i'm pulling this off and i will tell you mind your fucking business the math works out so as opposed to going to some faulty establishment and pay for drinks you can be in the spot and be like hey you know i'm are you having fun? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Heard about this shit through Instagram, whatever. I listen to the Good Brother Experience. Uh, My name is Jack. How are you? Um, I see you don't have a drink in your hand. What's going on? Oh, um, you know, I'm just taking it easy right now. You know, I had a cup before. Like, nah, come on. We ain't Jack in the Box. Don't be like that. Know what I mean? Listen, you and your friends, we're here to get we're here to get turned. We don't want nobody getting drunk, but we're here to feel a little nice. And I'm saying, I'll be right back. You stay right here. I'm going to go. To one of these big breast bartenders, and I'm gonna get a fucking some Jack Daniels cups. What y'all want? You want the honey jack? 
How about your friends? What you want? You want regular shit? You want Jack Lemonade? I'll be right back. You come through. After you, if you pay this shit right now, it's going to feel like you're getting these drinks for free. You're going to come through, three drinks in your hand. You're going to effectively break the wall of being a stranger with these women or the woman of your choosing. And you're not going to spend a dollar. Just support me. And I'm going to get you to the promised land. At my last party, before I continue with the rest of the episode of me answering emails, a lot of niggas and a lot of women met one another. Know what I'm saying? Trust and believe. A lot of people caught wreck from my last party. You know what I'm saying? Not only am I introducing the vibe of dancing and conversationalism and all that kind of shit, but I'm introducing not looking cool. There's no VIP. There's no host. It's just us and Jack Daniels and vibes and good music. And I'm bringing dubbing back consensually. Don't just be running up on hoes, just making them do whatever you want. Don't be grabbing girls' asses when they're walking by. I do safe spaces, man. Know what I'm saying? If you play cards right, she'll consensually let you grip the booty. You know what I'm saying? You just got to have discernment and you got to have patience. Last but not least, I need you to rate uh, my show. Uh, go to the Apple Podcast app. Uh, due to the fact that I utilize Anchor, it shows me that 93% of you niggas are listening to me on your iPhone. So, if I have 1,000 listeners and... Out of a thousand listeners, literally 960 of you niggas are fucking what you call it, are uh, listening to me on your iPhone. Go to the Apple Podcast app and just rate me. That's all I need. I'm on the path to 500 ratings. Once I get to 500, I'm going to get to 1,000. You understand? That's just how it works. It's kind of like when you're on Twitter and you get 1,000 followers. Once you get 1,000, you just get 2,000, then you get 3,000, 4, 5, 6, whatever. So yeah, man, rate my show. I definitely would appreciate it. Leave a review. I literally read every single review. I uh, take them all to heart, whether you're critiquing me. Uh, I make jokes to critiques because I'm a jerk. Come on, what the fuck you want me to do? I need to kill time. I fucking love the critiques. I love the praise. Um, everything. Just leave me a review. Let me know what you think of my show. All right. So for my first uh, email, this is a voice note. Now, do you guys remember that guy that um said that his girlfriend was ugly and he's trying to get out of the relationship? If you don't remember, or maybe you skimmed through my episodes, or very possibly this is your first introduction to me, first welcome, and secondarily, here's a brief flashback to uh, a voice note. Give me one second. Give me one moment. It isn't good, brother. I'm, uh... I'm sending this voice down to you in this because my life is in a my life is in disarray. Um, I I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta let I gotta hear this shit out. I don't fuck with my girl. Um, she's ugly. Remember that? A few few weeks back, I got a whole bunch of feedback like, "Oh my God, how are you gonna date a girl and she's ugly, whatever have you?" Well, that gentleman sent another fucking voice note that of which i'm going to play for you uh we have an update about what's going on i don't know if you remember but i said that she probably bought you nike tech because ugly bitches is always buying you expensive sweatsuits um if you are now familiar with what we're talking about uh listen back but if you already know what's going on here is the new voice note uh, I wanted to let you know that you were exactly right last time, and she did buy me the most fire 
Nike tech jacket, which is <laughs> not one of the reasons why I'm with her, but it is, it is, it, it was fire. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Before I continue, he says not one of the reasons why I'm with her. So, you're with an ugly woman that you don't want to be with? Still? Nigga, you wrote that shit months ago. Anyway, whatever. Hold on. Um, that's not, that's something that convinced me from time. Um, I listened to what you said, man. I quit my job yesterday and that shit was terrifying. I want to start a podcast. I realized that there's not a lot of black, black podcasters in the true crime space. So I think that's what I'm going to do. It's either that or video games. All of my pod, all podcasts I listen to about true crime, video games, stuff like that, it's all white people. So uh, we have to bust up the thing here. Um, keep up the good work, man. I really enjoy the, con- really enjoy the content. Um, when your birthday, I don't know if you're going to you said, I don't know what you're going to do for your birthday, but, man, I would love an invite. And maybe I'll bust the Nolinga. You feel me? Um, like I said, peace and blessings, Pastor Justin. Well, for my fucking birthday, um, my homies are picking the venue, and they just told me to get dressed. So that's what I'm doing. I'm literally getting dressed, and I'm leaving it all up to the homies about where they take me. You understand? But um, as far as... There's a lot of things that's going on. First and foremost, are you still with that ugly bitch, bro? What is really going on here? Oh, I'm sorry. That's your that's your woman. Are you still with that ugly girl? You said she was ugly and she was wagging. She was swagless. And then you, you was dancing. You, you went on like a cruise and you was dancing with other people on the cruise. What's the update on that? Are you still with her? What's your what's you guys' relationship like now? You know what I'm saying? Is living the copacetic? Is she like less ugly? Did she get a new haircut? Did she lose weight? Did she gain weight? Did she not know have no ass? Did she, did she get fucking uh ass injections? What happened? But um, as far as quitting your job, congratulations. A lot of people will tell you that you're crazy. Yo, you need security. Uh, your mind can't fucking create if you're under duress. Uh, what are you gonna do as far as insurance is concerned? Being an entrepreneur ain't what you think. Uh, you gotta grind. You gotta work, and you're gonna be working way more hours. Without a job, then with a job, blah, 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 blah. Kobe taught us something. Your life can end at the drop of a dime when you're just doing regular shit. Kobe was on helicopters for 20 years. 20. And just in a free accident, he's no longer here. Stop doing shit that people tell you that you should do. Because when your life is over, your life is over. Okay, let me drive that home. Not their life. Their life will be fine until their life is over. But your life is over when your life is over. So choose to live your life the way you fucking want to. Okay? If you want to be broke until you fucking figure shit out, then be broke until you figure shit out. Don't let other people that have to live their life tell you what to do with yours. All right? As far as the true crime shit you was talking about or video games, do that shit, son. And don't be like me when you like start to place place marks on things or things you like to see happen and uh you start putting like a timeline and timestamps, you're just gonna confuse shit. Do what you love to do because once again, it is your fucking life. And break up with that ugly girl, put some cologne on, get some slim straight jeans on. And meet some fucking women. 
I mean, you might not be able to make it for my birthday, but I definitely would appreciate if you came to Jack in the Box. I'd like to dap you. I'd like to meet you. Uh, you can bust in the lingo up in the function. And I mean, we can take it from there, brethren. I look forward to speaking, speaking with you. And your next voice note better be where your relationship status is with Shorty. Okay? Okay. Let me go to the next email. I mean, all right. Uh, this is entitled Call Me Rick. Yeah, what's good? Rick. First and foremost, I wanted to say congratulations on the podcast. I've been a fan since the Human Woman Haters Club. Keep on going strong. Nevertheless, here's the situation that I would like some insight on. My girl, she's Asian, and I have been dating for about two years now. Currently, we are doing long distance. She's in Chicago, and I'm in Minneapolis. Okay, so you don't have a girlfriend. Uh, sounds pretty smooth. I am originally from Brooklyn, but I have been living in Minneapolis for the past four years. Uh, again, so boom. My issue is that whenever I go to see my girl, we tend to, ha we tend to chill with her family. That could either be anything from grabbing lunch or dinner. Mind you, she is a lot closer to her family than I am. Are you saying that she's closer to her family than you are with yours? Which is why you went from fucking Brooklyn to Minneapolis? What the fuck happened to you, bro? Whatever you happened to you, uh, peace and blessings to, uh, to your spirit, my nigga. Hopefully your chakras are aligned because to go from living in Brooklyn to Minneapolis, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I know what you're probably thinking. My nigga, you've never been to Minneapolis. And I tell you, not only are you correct, but I also have no desire to go over there to watch a Vikings game, to go to that big-ass mall. No fucking thank you. Catch a Lynx game. I mean, the Minnesota Lynx, that's the WNBA team out there, right? What the fuck is... No thanks, bro. Anywho. So my question to you is when you are dating someone, how often should you see that person's family members or hang with them? She has not met any of my family members, granted because they all live out in Brooklyn or the islands. But I've also never been the type to really bring anyone that I am dealing with to my parents so early on. Am I bugging that I don't want to always hang out with her fam? How do you balance this? I know that because you have talked about your past relationship and was hoping to get your thoughts on this. Keep on grinding, my guy. Niggas fuck with the podcast. Sent from my iPhone. Well, Rick, I have a fucking answer for you. Um... Your girlfriend is Asian, right? Now, with that, I'm not really familiar with Asian sensibilities because I've never dealt with an Asian woman on a romantic level. I've met plenty of Asians. They was all cool, especially the Americanized ones. Uh, we, we'd be having like, the same shit in common, actually. Anyway, uh, so in regards to her, um, I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's what's the word I'm looking for tradition to really be family oriented as an Asian woman. I'm not and Asia is like a fucking big ass place. Now I'm saying it's a whole fucking continent. So I don't know what country this woman is from. Is she Taiwanese? Is she Japanese? Is she Korean? I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. You know what I mean? But, um, in regards to her, when you're dating someone, you need to really understand who you're with. It gotta go past looks. It gotta go past procuring the kitten. It gotta go past all that shit. Really know what their interests are, what their background is, where their sensibilities derive from, whatever have you. 
So with your sensibilities and with how you were raised, being like super duper family oriented isn't really your thing, right? So if it's her thing, you have to ask yourself, am I cool with being with a woman or being so family oriented is her thing? Because from the sounds of things, like her friends and her family all intertwine, like her, her relatives are her fucking friends. That's who she spends the bulk of her time with. So if you're chilling with her, you're chilling with them. Know what I'm saying? Because that's just, I guess, just the tight-knit shit that they got going on over there as far as her traditions and her sensibilities are concerned. So it's less about what I think, and it's more about what you can tolerate. If you're the type of person that when you're spending time with your girl, you will like quality time between you and her, you need to express that. Especially with the fact that she's in Chicago and you're from Minneapolis. Now, distance-wise, I don't... Matter of fact, let me Google that shit. How far is Minneapolis from Chicago? Okay, so driving, it is six hours and 17 minutes to get from fucking Minneapolis to Chicago. If you take a train, it is eight hours and 39 minutes. If you take a bike, it is 39 hours. If you walk, it is 136 hours. So your girl lives the same distance from you that if I was dating a girl that lived in Syracuse. I mean, from Long Island to Syracuse is about six hours. So, yeah, man, that, that is a fucking long ass way, son. Your girl lives 409 miles away. So when she comes to visit you or you go to visit her, when you finally get to the place where like, oh, my God, it's it's past FaceTime, it's past text, it's past phone calls, letters, whatever the fuck you guys are doing over there. I get to chill you. And now it's like a group thing. I have to chill with y'all. Man, fuck that shit. That shit is trash, my nigga. You got to talk to her about that shit, son. Like, yes, your fucking family's cool and all that. But sometimes you're just trying to rub in your... Well, who's getting new? She's Asian. You're not rubbing on her butt cheeks. You're on those calf muscles, though. Asians be having the fire calf muscles and the fire thighs, my nigga. And then you get to that fucking... That butt cheek area, and it's... Wah, wah, wah. But maybe you're not into butt cheeks. You know what I'm saying? So that's all good. I'm pretty sure her personality is radiant. In any case, or in any event, if you're not cool with that shit, or if you cannot tolerate that shit, and if she's traveling 16, 6 hours and 16 minutes, which is probably like, what, like a two-hour flight? You know what I mean? And if you guys are taking flights and buses and driving all kind of other shit... And you're like, yuck, man, when you come to Minneapolis, you see what's going on? I'm Fadoli. When I go over there, I want to eat wonton soup with you, then fucking feast on the nectar of the kitten, man. I don't need your fucking home, your homeboys and your homegirls and your family members just fucking up my groove, if that's what you're into. But if you think them niggas is cool, and there's a situation to where when you go over there, you guys binge watch Netflix shows and everything is all about unity, and then when it's sex time, you guys go off into the nether regions of the bedroom and you're cool with that then i champion that too it's all about what you can fucking tolerate thanks so much for fucking writing in rick let me know what's going on with that uh oh i have mad time left let's go with the next email this is entitled merch 
What if you do a spoof of the Dos Equis guy? Instead of him, you wear a suit like he does and say, instead of saying, uh, stay thirsty, my friends, you say, stay hydrated. Not only do I like that idea, I love that idea. I, I'm feeling that shit. I get a suit, I get a shape up, now I'm in, I sit down, stay hydrated. But you know what? Stay thirsty, my friends, and stay hydrated, my friends. Is that too many syllables? Stay hydrated, my friends. Quench your thirst, my friends. Drink a fucking cup of water, my friends. I'll fucking, I'll work it out. But thank you so much. Let's go to the next email. This comes from my nigga Mel. What's goody, my guy? Stop telling the world you're out here doing miscellaneous side jobs for money. You know, damn well, you're out here selling your body. <laughs> a little $40 specials, huh? You ain't low. <laughs> nah, dead ass, bro. Keep kicking ass out here. Everything is going to fall right into place for you. Timing is everything. Stay focused and remember, let's win. Sent from my iPhone. A uh, quick story about my nigga Mel, right? Uh, he's married. He has children. He's doing things the right way. His birthday's coming up. His birthday's literally like a week before mine. Um, when we were younger, right, uh, I must have said I must have been 13. Uh, he came in my crib and we was chilling, whatever, and something was missing, right? So I thought he stole it. So I go to my then friend Aristotle's crib. I'm like, yo, son, yo, uh, do me a favor. Can you call Ramel and uh, see if he's home? Because I had to walk to Aristotle's house to go to Ramel's house. Cause I was about to get back what I had. And I had a knife with me. I was going to stab this nigga, right? So I'm talking to Aristotle. I'm like, yo, bro, this is now you do me that favor. Yo, because Aristotle was with him too. I'm like, Aristotle, did you take such and such? But I was blind. It was probably Aristotle that took it, his thief ass. Fuck him. Anyway, um, I was like, Aristotle, he's like, nah, nigga, I would never do that to you. I was like, ah, right, good looking, good looking, whatever. I'm about to go to Ramel crib. Aristotle calls Ramel. So Ramel is sitting on the porch waiting for me. And as opposed to like being angry, he probably doesn't even remember this story. As opposed to him being angry, wanting to fight me, he was like, look, man, I didn't steal anything. I know you have a knife. My nigga, what you about to do with that knife? Let me see the knife, actually. I showed it to him. He was like, my nigga, you about to stab me, bro? What the fuck are you doing? And we just started fucking laughing, son. And even if you stole that shit, I forgot what the fuck it was, but we're still friends to this day. You know, I have two more stories about Ramel because I'm that close to this man. This man has been in my life literally since, like, first graders and shit like that so which story do i want to tell first um all right i'll tell this story so we're chilling and we're in seventh grade right or eighth this is eighth grade chilling we're in eighth grade and there's a spanish girl by the name of maria and she was so developed at a at a young age and I'm not being rapey because I was 14 as well. So you niggas fucking cool off. Anyway, we're sitting. It's like a bunch of us. All we do is talk about what we got going on in life, whatever. Typical eighth grade shit, right? I look at her. She keeps, I remember, I think her name was Maria Valdez, right? I believe. I even saw her like last year. And I wanted to tell her, like, yo, did you know that it's because of you? I got confidence to speak to women. But I felt like that would have been weird. So anyway, so... Oh my gosh, she fucking curved me so crazy. Anyway, I'm going to Ramel. I'm like, yo, bro. Uh, Maria, man. 
do you know what's up with her? She got a man. And uh, he was like, I don't think so. What's up? I was like, yo, I'm feeling her, son. She's mad cute. Her butt is mad big. What is going on? Like, I'm, I got to see what's going on. He's like, my nigga, don't be scared, man. Just go over there and talk to her. She fucking fronts on you. She fronts on you. The word curve wasn't in the lexicon yet. He was like, yo, man, she fronts on you. She fronts on you. Fuck it. So I'm like, nah, man, nah, I can't just have her just humiliate me. He's like, all right, cool. This is what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to see what's going on. If she's feeling you, then whatever. If she's not feeling you, I'll relay the message. I'm like, dad, I'm like, this is why you my nigga. He's like, yo, no problem. So he goes over there, right, talks to her, comes back. He's like, yo, bro, you'd be crazy to see this, but she thinks you're kind of cute, son. I'm like, word, this nigga is gassing me OD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if she think you kind of cute, go over there and holler at her, bro. She said she's waiting on you, actually. So go over there. I'm like, yo, what's up, Maria? You know what I'm saying? Yo, I always thought you was cute, whatever. I'm trying to talk to you. Yo, let me get your number. So, I mean, I can call you when I get home because niggas, niggas didn't have cell phones at that point. It's like, what? I'm like, she's like, what? I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I heard you thought I was cute. I've been thought that you were cute. Um... I just want to holler at you. you know what I mean, I want to talk to you after school. I want to hang out, maybe. Let you know I me mean? get a little sandwich or something. And um, she was like, "Here's the thing about girls: when girls like you, they can't give you eye contact. So here's a sign, yo, bro. She wiped off both her eyes, made them as big as she could, and looked me directly in my soul. The most vicious curve in curve history, son. I walked back dejected, wanting to fight this nigga right now. I'm like, yo, bro." Why the fuck did you do that? He was like, my nigga had to build your confidence. Look at you. You were asking me about women and all that, bro. Yeah, she fronted on you. Yeah, she fucking rejected you. So what? She did reject your ass, huh? And then this nigga started laughing. If you know Ramel, this nigga's smile is mad big. He's weak. And this nigga laughed so hard, I started laughing. And we started laughing about it. Like, man, fuck Maria. She fucking curved me that viciously. But yeah, son. And the third fucking story I have Ramel before I read this next email, he stopped me from getting shot. So... One day, I want to say I was like 24, 25 at the time. Uh, we're at my man Leston crib because he's having like a little impromptu party. We're all in there chilling. We're probably a little younger than that, maybe like 23. And there's a nigga named He comes in. His name is Sean. Uh, I was about to fight Sean on my prom night. So anyway, uh, about to fight this nigga. Nothing ever came of it. We didn't fight that night, whatever. Like five years later, I see this nigga. And I think this nigga was high. I was like, yo, bro, remember that night you was talking shit? Like, what up? I'm like, what are you talking about? Years ago? So, yeah, nigga, what up? So, now me and all this type of shit starting to get a little rah in the crib. So, I'm looking at him. And I'm like, all right, my nigga, fuck that shit. We outside. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, nigga, you want to fight? Nigga, what are we doing? We can go outside. His mans that were surrounding him see this commotion happening. I'm trying to keep it as low as possible. Sean is yelling at the top of his lungs. And there's guns in the house, and they were going to shoot me, right? The friends I was with, the guns that they had was around the corner, so they saw what was about to happen, and they were about to get the strap to make sure they protected me. And I'm gonna fucking um, I'm gonna shout them niggas out, my nigga Twan and my nigga JT. Them niggas identified what was about to happen, and they were about to save me from getting shot. You know what I mean? Anywho, um, I'm walking, whatever. This nigga Sean's like, yo, I'll be back, I'll be back. This is that nigga dip off. I get a call from Ramel, right? This nigga's like, yo, bro, I heard you was beefing with Sean. He's like, yeah, like, yo, bro, I, I deaded that shit. Niggas was about to try to shoot you. I told them niggas, whatever, whatever, whatever he said to them niggas, and he essentially saved my life or saved someone's life because someone was going to die. You know what I mean? So this nigga Ramel stopped me from stabbing him. 
he taught me how to not be scared of women and there will be no good brother experience because I would have died upwards of six or seven years ago had it not been for him. Shout out to him. I mean, I'm going to read one last email. Uh, do, 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 do. Give me one second. I'm just, shit is loading and shit like that. Um, I'm actually texting right now. Just read your email on the show, bro. I mean, uh, you know what? Let's end it. Yeah, man. Let's, um, let's end this shit. Know what I'm saying? We're going to get back to it the way we get back to it. Uh, next week, we're already at the 29 minute mark. We're about to be at the 29 minute mark by the time I end this fucking uh, episode. So I want to thank all of you guys for listening to the emails this week. Uh, next week, I'll be more rapid fire. I'll read more because I want to say I have about 20 of them I need to attend to. So I got to get this show on the road. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for listening to 24.3. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, I will speak to you on episode 25.1. Uh, Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you soon.